Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. going on welcome to another edition of left turns and loud noises episode 16 my name is anthony dietrich i am joined as always by my fellow co-host kevin costello what's up guys and alex is still with us we still have alex <laughs> what's going on everybody hasn't jumped shipped quite yet so we're recording literally 30 minutes less than 30 minutes after the ending of the talladega race because uh kevin is hot and needs to rant all right, can I go? Yeah, Kevin, get it. All right, everyone at Fox, like, straight up, horrible today. Coverage, trash, commercials, trash, didn't even get a full replay of Larson's flip at the end, trash. Like, someone, something needs to change. Like, this is unacceptable, unacceptable in 2019. Like, I, okay, I can get at commercials. I mean, oh, first of all, commercials were trash today. Like, if you're going to do them, do side by side. Get the announcers yes. to go with you. But, like, just missing so much today. Like, the first wreck they missed. Because they mm-hmm. weren't a commercial. Because they went commercial they eight laps into the posh. race, and then like they missed the literally key pit stop of the race. Yes, they, I didn't even know. I would not have known that Keselowski had spun really at any given point, other than uh, updates from Gluck and Pockers. Yeah, and then just at the end, like didn't get a full replay of Arson's crash. It just, just it just felt like bush league today. Like I don't know, I don't know what was going on. Like they were fine with the Xfinity race yesterday. It's yeah, just, Xfinity race yesterday yeah, was Xfinity race was, solid. It was great, but just like and like the race today was great too. Don't get me wrong, new aero package is fantastic for play race. Oh, no, I agree. I'm one hundred percent here for Fox it. Fox is just I don't know what's going on there, but they change is bad, man, because this is not gonna help sport at all if they keep up keep up what they're doing. Yeah, it's a real shame that Fox dropped the ball because this was one of the most exciting Talladega races I've watched in some time. Like and... I, I try my damn hardest to defend like broadcasts and like mm-hmm. I get like I get commercials, but dude, well, it's just so well, bad me, today. Let me fill you in on the whole broadcast side. It's not 
as easy as everybody thinks. Because I've, I've no, I, like I know they have to have commercials. I know there's certain times of the race where it's like they schedule full screen commercials. But I feel like in 2019, when literally every other pro pro major sport has, you know, it's like they either have side by side during live action or just full screen during live action commercials during breaks. Like I'm if I'm watching a football game and they go to break, like they're going I'm okay to break because I'm not missing like, any live action. Timeouts, yeah. But like Baseball. when you're when it's twenty to go and they're three wide for the lead, and you just cut to a full screen commercial, I feel like I'm just getting a die metal finger. Now hold on, with twenty to go, they did have side by side. The last full thirty, um, but still, like they were thirty they were to go. Yeah, but they had just cut for the lead too. It was it wasn't even like the amount of commercials. It was how close together they were with other commercials too. That was very obnoxious. I, Kevin, oh, doesn't real quick. someone do a do a, a rundown of commercials? Like I remember seeing Gluck. Gluck oh, would man. do the rundown on how many minutes of commercials there were and how many green flag laps we missed and blah, blah, blah. Gluck was our, like, nerd analytic uh, stats guy. Does he still do that or no? I don't know. He's 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 gone mainstream ever since he started popping Molly at EDC, so I can't really... <laughs> I can't speak for him. Have you ever met that guy? I wish I did. Honest to God. Yeah, he's, I bet, he's chill as hell. I know. He's That's why so I want to nice. be friends with Gluck. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, oh, man. Dude, he's uh he 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 would be fun to honestly watch a race with like him or fucking Nar- NASCAR Gasm, who according to Nolan right. body backed me on a whole two likes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh man. All right. But besides the coverage, the race so was let's great. Let's talk about the positives. Yeah. It was a fucking incredible race, and a lot of people watched it because of the barstool coverage. Yeah. Well, I don't even I don't even think that. I think the most dynamic part of the whole race was the team. The manufacturer team element. Chevy's okay. working with Chevy's, Ford's with Ford's. Because how many times in the front did you see, like, Ford's on one side, Chevy's on the other, and they're just duking it out? It was fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, no, the Chevys were doing a great job of sticking together with, and, like, the Fords. I think that the Toyotas were having the hardest time, like, but they're really the smallest group. Up. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, shouts out Chevy. They finally get a win this season. Um, I mean, yeah, they work together real well. I mean, there were times where there were five of them lined up together between the Hendrick, uh, what was it, Ganassi, and who, who was the last one I was seeing? Oh, and RCR cars were all uh, lined up. And mm-hmm. who was it? JTG finishes yeah. third with Priest. Ryan That's Priest, awesome. third place. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, I'm so happy for him. Yeah, no, that, that was so a... happy for him. Him and Bowman, a top five for Super Speedway tracks. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-huh. Wow. All right. I mean, Hold on, sorry. I was I'm, typing. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Priest anyway, so I'm, I'm happy. He's, for him. I like him a lot. Yeah, I'm a big uh, Priest believer at this point. And for him finishing this high, and um, for JTG, I mean, this is like a step in the right direction. You know, they've had some tough races this year and, and some tough outs, but you know, th- this has definitely got to feel like a win for them. I, you know, I, I will say this: I was getting a little worried with around like two to go with the 47 car getting close to the nine because it brought me back to the 2017 big one between yeah. Chase and the Almondinger. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, me too. Oh, man. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Did I was... have more faith in Priest than that. Oh, well, I mean, Priest is, I think, uh, no offense to Almondinger, I think he's a little more talented. Like, he's really shown, like, huge steps of progression for that 47 car, and I'm really impressed. Was today the first time that Chevy swept the stages? Yeah. <laughs> Ty Dillon did win another stage. Ty Dillon won stage oh one. Congrats to him. Second stage win. More wins than Kyle Larson. 
sad as a Larson <laughs> fan. Um, um and then, Chase, what, Chase won Chase. stage two. Chase. Yeah, Chase won stage yeah. two, and then Which, the race. Er, Days in Ty line. Dillon. Ty oh. Dillon has the most Chevy stage wins right now. Sheesh. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But, but. That's a huge, huge step in the right direction for that thirteen team. Oh, huge. Fuck yeah! Oh yeah, no, they've been they've been doing good. I, I'm trying to look up the unofficial results right now. I'm There's a Geico 500 fact sheet on racing reference. Now this is this is the type of content I was looking for. Already updated? Uh no, it's in red, so they're updating it. But hell yes, I can't wait to just dive into that later tonight after <laughs> Thrones. All right, so. Now, can we talk about surprising um, runners, people who ran surprisingly well? Dude, yeah. Matt Benedetto was making some veteran moves like with those grooves, and a lot of people kept leaving him out to hit dry, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It was tough to yeah. see that, but Matt was impressive. Like He had good control of the car. Again, I was hoping he'd make a run at the end. I don't think he was probably going to win it from the position he was at six to go, but like you never know. And unfortunately just got caught in that huge wreck. Mm-hmm. Now, can we talk about a little team that ran mm, top 10, top 15 for a ma- solid portion of the race? Would mm-hmm. that perhaps be Spire Motorsports? It would be. Hmm. It- they were great. I was yeah, Justin Haley. So Haley got involved in that butcher wreck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but even the broadcaster said, you know, he had literally nowhere to go. Nothing he could have oh, done. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Nothing he did. So, I mean, even though it is it is his birthday today, apparently. Uh, happy birthday. Um, <laughs> yeah, he turned 20 today. I turned 20 in six days, and I'm chilling here studying for finals, and he's racing in the Cup Series of Talladega. That is cool. Boy, howdy. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm so happy for you. But, you know, I, I think – I think he can walk away from today with a solid, solid race under his belt in the Cup Series. Yeah, no, he ran great. I think he might have gotten stage points in the first stage. Uh, uh, I think so. He, well, I know he was like idea, eighth yeah. or two laps ago. I don't know how it shuffled out at the end, but but I, I think I think he did well. And then how about good old Ross Chastain leading laps? Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw yeah. that. I, <laughs> so, so I fell asleep for a hot second for like 30 laps. I woke up and he was, he was in the lead because like I, I looked through the running order. I didn't see him. And then I happened to glance at P1. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I was very Never surprised by that. He led nine laps total. Yeah, good for him, honestly. Like, you know, leading some laps, getting some uh, exposure for his team. That's good work. Yeah. Yeah, very much yeah. so. Doesn't have a chance at winning, so I mean, okay, you know, good call. Brendan Gone finished eighth. Hello, <laughs> that's wild. I but thought I had the. That doesn't um, surprise me. Corey LaJoy finished eleventh. Daniel Hemrick with the first top five of his career. How about that? That's top five. Work. Wow. Yeah, that's solid work. But back to Brendan, it doesn't surprise me that he finished as well as he did. Not at all. Oh, Brennan, no, he's great at the restrictor plate race. Brennan has always been a really, really solid restrictor plate driver, so it doesn't surprise me. And, you know, him just coming in part-time or whatever, that's a very, like, he did his job today. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, no doubt. That's uh, you know, he's still he's still. I I think I had said it on a Friday's episode or Monday's episode or whatever the hell we record last. Uh, that Brennan Gone is like you know a solid restrictor play got track guy, and you know he he's definitely someone to look out for. I was expecting him more or less to be in a wreck. I'm I'm glad that he didn't wreck this time. Yeah, but did you guys hear the little oh, snippet where uh, Tyler Reddick qualified his car? Yeah, it was, no, it was no, funny. No. So he Reddick won the Xfinity race, which we'll get into in a sec. Had a beer in his hand for like the sponsorships because I guess RCR like has a deal with Twisted Tea because I guess they sponsored mm-hmm. by Dylan. So he had to hold the beer in victory lane during the pictures, but he couldn't drink it because he had to qualify Gon's car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. How unfortunate. Dude, shout oh, out to uh, Tyler Reddick, though, with uh, yeah, he, he drove a phenomenal race yesterday. Oh my goodness! I, I think I think we're we're about to see the emergence of RCR again. Oh, they're back. I, I would not be surprised. I think they sat in the pole today. I mean, they they have their cars. They've made, they've made improvements. Trimmed out so much. So like, yeah, they've definitely made improvements this season. Like, I've definitely noticed RCR cars in the top twenty, top fifteen yeah. more often than most seasons. So. And this probably should have been Hamrick's second top five because he was top five at the end of Atlanta, and then he hit a flat tire or a loose mm-hmm. wheel or That's something. That's right. Yeah. But no, he was running great. But let, let's talk about Stuart Haas for a second. Okay. Why? Why did Clint have to get caught up in that first wreck? Yeah, was that it, was, was it, unfortunate. Was it Dylan who ran in the back of him? No, it was. It was, Har- it was Harvick, I thought. No, no he, he ran someone... into Harvick. Someone okay, shot Boyer up the track. I think it was Austin Dillon. Yikes. RCR, yeah. uh... Sorry. But I tell you what, I think Clint would have been a threat had he, had he been in the whole race. Oh, I agree. Yeah, Clint's actually I mean, Clint, like pretty solid on restricted Before this, track. we were talking about the last episode. Has had, what, four top sevens in a row? So he's, he's a competitor. Yeah, and then um, Amarola, <laughs> once again, solid job today. Yeah, he got a top 10. Um, had it going. But what really surprised me was the aggressiveness, the aggressiveness of Joey Logano. Yeah, no, again, that goes down to TJ Majors just being a spotter and how good he is at just, like, timing when the runs are coming. I mean, he, they're already letting them know where the runs are going to be at the end of, like, the back straightaway as they're coming out of, like, turn two, like. Yeah, they're already able to figure it out. TJ Majors has been doing this for so long with one of the best restricted plate guys to ever race in NASCAR. I mean, it's so much experience there. And Joey Logano, like I, I was telling Kevin, like he's just keeps getting better and better and better every single year. He's like he's the new Dale Jr. at restricted plate tracks. You have to oh, wonder I, yeah. where he's going to be. And he is going to be the guy that can race this style now. Of course, with all those blocks comes the chance that at one point Joey Logano is going to block the wrong guy and block him too late and get taken out. But I mean, until then, you know, Logano's the new Pied Piper. <laughs> I, I don't think you could have said that any better. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I agree. I'm, I can I'm, articulate I'm, words today. I was very worried that the drinking would be a problem. I'm very no. surprised that no one got turned blocking today. Like, I know Bob and Blaney. Um, oh, yeah, well, I guess Busher didn't get turned blocking. That was just a run on the back straightaway. Yeah, he more got pushed than I yeah. But yeah. Oh, who was it? Blaney. Holy yeah, shit, Blaney. he should have been turned. Yeah, that one. Yeah. 
with like 20 to go or something like yeah blaney yeah. should have absolutely just wrecked the entire field there was another time where logano got loose and then blaney behind him got loose and then i think it was stenhouse was behind him and got very loose and somehow didn't spin i mean the amount of times these cars looked just dead in the water and kyle saved bush. it was unreal that yeah kyle, kyle bush, bush. Well. yeah it was right. for sure gone i'm about to send you guys i just found a thing on twitter of uh Larson slip like a good angle. I'm about to send. Okay, I saw one from the infield that was really good. It's it's I, from like the back stretch. I know there's no grandstands back there, but it's like from there. I'm about God, to send if only we still have that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I will. Just, that uh, wreck was terrifying. So I didn't realize from the angle that Fox had it at that. Um, like he went airborne. I thought that the car was like on the ground and Earnhardt's car was like pancaking it and pancaked it into the wall. Cause when it came out, I didn't even notice it flipped. I just saw all this smoke and I saw the car looking like bent up like crazy. I'm like, Holy shit. Like, now, like I really hope he's okay. Now I wonder, were you guys watching it on actual broadcast like Fox? Yeah. I was watching it on well, yeah. Fox sports go. Okay. Yeah. So was I, but they showed that replay like, Five they times. did, yeah, they did, but it wasn't a good replay. No, the one really? I sent is I definitely the best I've seen they didn't, so far. Yeah, they didn't show like anything; like they didn't show it from start to finish. Where'd you send it at? In to the, the group me. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, because oh, okay. they didn't catch the end of it where it, when it lands. Holy shit! That landed super violently. Yeah, I, I didn't realize he flipped that much. Oh yeah, that yeah. looked exactly like Jamie McMurray's. Flip it did, yeah, that's car. what I thought too. And it's funny because you mentioned that like a couple weeks ago, like holy shit, is that Larson who was flipping there? It's like, yeah. well, now, now we got it. There was Damn one angle circle. where um, you could see the radiator come out. Really? Uh, yeah, that's just such a scary angle for him to go up like that. NASCAR has to be very concerned because the catch fence on the back straightaway is not a real catch fence. Oh, there that go. car gains enough. If that car gains enough air, that goes right over that wall into that like little smaller wannabe catch fence. And I mean, we could be like having a much more somber conversation right now. Like, um, sure. Okay, I'm, but, I'm gonna be real. There would I've never seen a car get that high on the back stretch. So I, I guess it. Can no, I mean happen. the 34 car was pretty high. I feel like, or the 20. One of the two flipped in 2016. Got very high up in the air. Oh, there's an uh, aerial view. You know what it looked like? I mean, I've just Kenzie. never, like, that's wild how much air it got so quickly because the car just got turned dead left. Yeah, dead left, like, immediately. And, like, I mean, it has, I don't think it has anything to do with the wing. I just think how much speed Larson was carrying and just how oh, yeah, easy it was. Sure. Ah, man, that, I mean, that's scary, but God, I mean, just lucky right there. It's like the Dixon uh, crash in India a couple years ago. I mean, I think. I think with the car technology, the safety technology mm-hmm. implemented now, I mean, I know they, they've updated the front firewall and everything around the, the support bars around the, the driver and everything. Yeah. I mean, I I applaud NASCAR for that, really. I, I Yeah, it, it costs quite a bit of money to update all these cars. Of course. But, it, but at the end of the day, when something no. like this happens – yeah, it's it's worth every penny because Kyle Larson is one hundred percent fine. Yeah, no, exactly. Like drivers get into accidents now. It's like okay, like you know that would probably have been super violent years ago, but now it's fine. Oh, and, that would have killed somebody years ago. Oh, for sure, no doubt. 
I've never seen a car hit the like hit the wall at that angle upside down before. That was weird. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, what was it? I mean, like I said, Eric McClure a couple years ago, I thought I saw him die on on that track. Like, oh, that was yeah, that was the track. last major wreck at like Talladega I I can think of where I saw a hit like anything like that, and I was like, holy fuck! Like that guy's dead. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, I was like, I don't know about dead, just because like Hans devices, but he hit a frick ton. No, uh, he had the injury, um, the the Bassler uh, fracture in his skull. Yeah, I know, I know. I like, yeah. I honestly like, if I know that was before Austin Dillon's crash. But I was at Austin Dillon's crash, and I was okay, like, I'm, okay, I'm that's sure that one. Yeah, I witnessed Austin Dillon die. So that honestly, like, I hate to say because like I never want to give a false sense of like safety but of like course. if austin dillon can walk out of that car then anyone can of course yeah of course, for yeah. sure right. so let's talk about the xfinity race yeah all right sure. i let's, thought let's that over was that. one of the best races i've seen all year i agree I know yeah, stage, it, stage two was kind of lackluster just yes were, i was gonna say file. stage two really took but away like, from it. That, i'll give what 20 20 laps of single file racing every race in exchange for amazingness the rest yeah but yeah. what i took away was um the just the epic epic battle of ross and the leaders in stage one mm-hmm. ross yeah, and- like I was watching the coverage and I was listening to a scanner and I was um, watching the moves he was making. And it looked like Ross could literally put that wherever he wanted. He could put the yeah, car he was driving a great race. wherever he wanted. It's a show like his gear cooler gave out. Yeah. yeah but you, you take the good with the bad, you know? Yeah, exactly. But it, it I think it, it showcased that he is ready to pilot a great car and oh yeah I mean, we knew that last oh, year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. i'm just like i can't say enough good things about how good that racing was towards you know all, well actually all of stage one like it was so competitive mm-hmm. it was constantly back and forth back and forth so a big big fan of the the xfinity package and what they were able to figure out it's yeah, I'm so weird because it it's wasn't. literally the same exact package that they ran at Daytona, but I think just because it's wider, and I think just because it's more aggressive, mm-hmm. people up front. Because at Daytona, you had, especially at the end, you had people or teammates, you know, blocking for each other. Where at the end, I mean, what Tyler or Tyler Reddick's the only full time RCR car in the Xfinity series? Yes. Yeah. So like, do they have a twenty one car with Grala, but he doesn't do it every week? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't even think he ran this race, to be honest. No. Yeah, so it was every man for himself at the end there. And it, Tyler Reddick, like, I saw people on Twitter like complaining, oh my God, Tyler Reddick's being so aggressive. I literally commented on a tweet. I was like, what do you, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we don't... literally complained about this during Daytona. Like, I'm, I'm grateful that they're actually. Yeah, don't racing. be mad that people are racing hard. What? <laughs> like, and what I, wacky shit is this? I can't. I think it, I think it was the Xfinity race, maybe. Oh, I can't remember which race, but I remember the outside line was maybe eight rows back. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe even more than that, but they came back to challenge the front. I think that was today in Cup. Yesterday, it was the bottom line that came back. Maybe that's what I'm talking yeah. about. No, yeah, no. It but, was, I, I don't know if it's, it, it's a wider track or what, but like multi-group racing... 
but it happens so much easier. Shows, I, th- I think that just shows good racing product that, you know, it, I mean, let's be honest. Everybody doesn't want to see single file. They want to see oh, yeah. Jocelyn and side by side, three wide. Yeah. And I think this weekend showed exactly that. It showed exactly what the fans wanted for a majority of the race. Yeah, between every race during the weekend, um, at least NASCAR sanctioned, not including ARCA, because it was trash. I didn't get, I didn't get to see that race. <laughs> it's so bad. Well, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, both NASCAR sanctioned races this year, I'd argue, were probably, together as weekend, like, the best races, that the best racing weekend that we've had in NASCAR mm-hmm. uh, so far I, this I year. Agree. I can agree. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. This was uh this like maybe maybe Bristol if you wanna but I mean I, I guess mean, that's more of a preference of what you like to see better in a race. Yeah, I would this has just been like I was anxious this entire race. Like Bristol, yeah. I don't get anxious with the racing. I'm just like, what the fuck's gonna happen here? Like who's gonna get into who, who's gonna bump who? Like here it's just kinda like I literally don't know which line is gonna start going off. Like if someone's just gonna take out half the field, like ev- like they are literally sideways coming out of like two and four. I I mean it's ridiculous. I, I they were four wide in stage two for like some of the race near the end. Like that's just ridiculous. It, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love. I for wasn't. It. I I was. After seeing the Xfinity race, I was like, all right, the, the cup race is going to be freaking awesome. But I was apprehensive at the start of the Xfinity race because I questioned whether it would just go single file. Yeah, that's what I was absolutely super worried about. And, okay. and luckily, that never happened. So yeah. I think whatever NASCAR is doing currently with, with the Super Speedway stuff, just keep on digging. Exactly. It, it was a great, great race. Oh yeah. No, like, I I mean I, I thoroughly enjoyed the NASCAR racing this weekend. I mean it was kinda hard not to, you know. Yeah, I mean like Talladega is just just such a good track. Probably definitely my favorite track on the circuit. Bristol's a close second, Daytona's probably oh. third. Um Maybe walking after, but just like consistently good finish. Plus this was the hundredth hundredth race there. We haven't shout that out yet this podcast yeah no this is the 100th race and you know i did say that this is the 100th race this was ty dillon's 100th race and technically speaking he did win something he did win a stage so you know the conspiracy did play out exactly as i thought it would i guess hey shouts out ty dillon shout out stage (laughs) that's two times stage winner ty dillon to you sir yeah oh my goodness um I'm just looking at the uh, like how the Xfinity race finished. That's even crazier in Cup. I mean, first of all, Greg right, Alding okay. probably Greg Alding almost won that race. Greg Alding probably should have won this race. I don't know why I thought Greg Alding was just like this really tall looking Rick Scott character, nope. like bald and lanky. <laughs> nope. Like, no, he's he's young and good looking. I was like, whoa, this is Greg Alding. This is the man that everyone hates. He doesn't look like a villain at all. See, so but I, the thing is, the thing is, like, I don't understand why people hate him. Like, every interaction. I've ever had with him. He's been super, super nice. Like, I don't see why people don't like him. Yeah, I really hope he earned a lot of respect this week because, I mean, people didn't like him because he's a pay-to-race guy, and I get that. You don't, like, people don't like the, oh, it's like, 
this guy has sponsorship. But I mean, that's, that's what you need. And he's gotten better. I mean, the man, all, he should have won this race. He straight up should have won this race. He got a little screwed over by a move by Briscoe, and it's unfortunate. But I mean, Briscoe was also trying to win the race, and he finished in fourth because of it, and Galding in second. So, I mean, I, I, I earned a lot of respect, or Galding earned a lot of respect for me. Like, I really am impressed with the run he had on Saturday. And, you know, hopefully down the road at a restrictor plate race, he, he might pull out a win, and that might, you know, jumpstart him getting a better ride at some point. I mean, that's a oh, huge, yeah. huge move for uh, Bobby Daughter's team. The, the Bobby, reason... Bobby Daughter's team? The reason people don't like Greg Gauding, apparently, at least from what I've heard, is his dad is apparently like an asshole. Like I heard a story on a Reddit there where some guy was like complaining. He was giving out sunglasses. Mm-hmm. It was like I pay so much money to get my son to race, and it's like, oh, like what's your name? He's like, um, whatever Gauding. It's like, oh. See, but you can't. You can't judge someone based on their father. No, I agree. I, I, I agree I just, completely. No, it's just that that's I, what I heard why people don't like him. Just because I, I think I think that's immature to to automatically assume someone's exactly like their dad when oh hundred percent yeah no real interaction with them. But uh, let's let me jump to finisher uh, in the eighth spot and tenth spot: Josh Williams and Chris Cochran. Yeah, Chris Cockrum just I didn't even <laughs> didn't even know he was out there. He just casually finishes in tenth place, shouts out. And uh, of course Landon finished in ninth. Yeah, I was gonna which, let you have that one. Yeah, him which, and Jared Smithley, I mean, good for them. It it's no surprise. You know, Landon at least when he ran with JD Motorsports full time, he he's always been consistent on plate tracks. Garrett, once again, Another solid finish, and and I think Garrett's proving himself to be a very very good and patient super speedway driver. Where did Garrett finish? In twelfth. I thought he got in a wreck earlier. Did he spin out? Yeah, I think he like spun out on um, on the back. Oh wait, no, he he's in the zero, right? Yeah. Okay, oh, I think it was the L one car that yeah. Stephen Stephen leaked. I know but that's incorrect. <laughs> He still finished 24th, even after being in a wreck. So, JD Motorsports all around, their lowest finishing car was 24th. Wow. Wait, there were three or four cars in the... Don't you guys have 15? Yeah, BJ finished 22nd. Wow. Shouts out, BJ. (laughs) That's a great finish, yeah. Although, Cody Ware beat him out. In fact, all three of the BJ McLeod cars, I think, beat him out. Matt Mills, Vinny, and... Cody Ware, oh, finishes 24th by what cost, or 22nd by what cost? And then um, Brandon Brown in 15th. David Starr in 14th. He was in the top 10 all, like, day it felt like. Brandon Brown's car was just always there. Like, he really did have a good race, and I don't think the finish really indicates how good he was. Yeah. Ryan C, he was up there through most of the race, too, and just got, like, a little bit of, like, uh, damaged in one of the last wrecks. Mm Mm-hmm. That's tough. Yeah, his, but whole, mean, his whole uh, tail section was off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it caused one of the cautions at the end, which I was a little upset about because they had a great run going, it felt like. But alas, we still I, got a good finish no matter what. I'm still I'm still super stoked with, you know, the finishing position of, you know, actually, really the whole top 20. Really. Yes, yeah, no, your, it's, it's your, a lot of surprising top, guys. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, you know, obviously you expect Christopher Bell to finish in third, but I mean, another disappointing weekend for Brandon Jones spins out, gets back up there and then just doesn't really show that he can do it. It it stinks. I really, really want to see Brandon Jones win a race soon. I think it's coming. I hope so. I really hope so. I mean, I I felt like he made strides at the beginning of the season. It's just been a little bit more disappointing uh, the last couple of weeks, but alas, we'll see what happens here. All right, you guys want to rate the uh, the races this weekend? I mean, I have to give this race a nine point five for um, you know nine point five for the racing, five point zero for Fox's coverage. I'll give it like a two for the coverage, and that's because we actually showed green flag racing between their commercials, so I that's appreciate that. Um, but then the racing, yeah, solid nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with a, a nine point two racing action, or maybe a nine four. Let's go nine four. We're giving it really high um, ratings this week. I love it. And I mean, I I don't know. Like I'm I'm, I guess I'm a little biased towards Fox. Okay, I have yeah, one thing but... I need to ask you guys. What the fuck did DW mean when he said it's like you're sitting on a on a hot stove peeing ice water? What the well, fuck does that mean? That. Um, like, I don't, I don't get that. <laughs> so, so I don't know if, have you ever put any type of liquid on anything super hot? Yeah. It usually evaporates immediately. <laughs> no, but it, 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 uh, the little droplets of water actually bounce up and down real quick before they yeah. evaporate. Yeah. And I think that's what he's referring to. It was the wackiest thing I've ever heard on national television. Like, I didn't hear DW speak for the next four minutes after that, and I was like, "Did it? Is it? Was that it? Was producers? Was that, it? Was that the, like did the producers just like put him in handcuffs? Like, okay, that's that's enough." You said you know the producer of Fox, right, Alex? Yes, yes. It's it's uh, what's his name? We found his name. What? What's we'll his name? name? I'm not gonna say it for research. <laughs> <laughs> I can bleep, gonna... I can I can bleep it out. I can bleep anything out. I'll just put like an indie car noise over it. I mean, I'm pretty no, good at I'm doing st- that now. Still not gonna say it. That's fair. Okay. Well, his name is. <laughs> oh, did you guys watch uh, the uh, Formula One race this morning? No, don't spoil it. I haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna right. talk about that tomorrow with Jordan. My, I was working. I did indeed get up early for it. You wow! What a good sport you are. Mm-hmm. God, you're so dedicated. You really are. I mean, I'm yeah, just a big got, racing fan. You know, it's whatever. We've only got 33 minutes of content here from a race that you begged me to record immediately <laughs> after. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, just, oh, just as an FYI, it's called the Linden Frost effect. That is what DW was trying to refer to. Oh, well, it still is just something I didn't expect to hear on TV. Like, I've never heard that phrase before. Or is it Laden Frost? I mean,. You know, to have Sorry. to have a theory named after you, and then have it basically be an out al- like a analogy for for hot water on your balls, like it's just because <laughs> that's I'm sure that's like I I just DW legitimately said peeing ice water, like he legitimately said that on television, like <laughs> millions of people heard that, <laughs> or millions why, of people. That's why we love him. Oh my god, I I am gonna miss DW when he leaves the booth because I'll never. I guarantee you, if if you'll never hear Dale Junior say that unless he's like eighty and senile. 
I would be interesting. I'm be real. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss him. <laughs> Again, you didn't grow up with him like me and Alex did. Like I've I mean, I did though. But like every Fox race I've ever watched has been with DW. Which is, I yeah, but you got yeah. like DW a couple years after 2001. Like 2001. I guess, yeah, I wasn't. I didn't have like the raw. Right. No, yeah. who should who should go into the booth is Kenny Wallace. Uh, no, no, I don't like Kenny, Kenny Wallace. Anymore. Kenny Wallace seems like Kenny far anymore. away. I love a, Kenny Wallace. I hate Kenny Wallace for broadcast. I love his energy. He's a great guy. Yeah, he definitely he has a lot of energy for the sport, sport. But he is a better like like game day fella than like a. I want. I don't really want him in the booth. Like when I remember for the uh, Auto Club race last year, Ice Cube was there, and he was like. Well, I just gotta say this. Uh, bye, Felicia. And Ice Cube literally looked at him, looking like he was gonna punch him. <laughs> and I was like, I, I feel you, Ice Cube. Like he was. Oh man. But he, no, he is done with Fox. I'm pretty sure. Which Kenny is. is? Oh yikes. Because yeah. um, like he said this year, he's not like he hasn't been on any other pre race or anything, which is good. I mean, he's got his own life to live. I, I like. I love him as a well, person. He gave us Bobby Labonte, and I'm always happy with Bobby. Yeah, they went Bobby, to Bobby, Bobby Labonte during the race today, and I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, Bobby gave his little input. I actually went back and watched his the 2007 Xfinity race that he won, and I was just like, yeah, I mean, that was probably Bobby's last win in, like, a major, uh, like, sanctioned NASCAR race. So. Which one was that? That was uh, 2007 Xfinity. Okay. Yeah, that's how they He uh, pushed Tony Stewart to the lead and then passed him. To oh, the yeah, that's right. And then whoever the announcer was for ESPN, as Bobby Labonte was uh, crossing the start finish line, he starts hemorrhaging out. And don't forget where the start finish line is. And it's just, it's like, well, Bobby's already won the race, but thank you for reminding us that he didn't pass the start finish line in the in the traditional spot. I forgot who that announcer was for ABC, but I mean, I swear to God, if it wasn't for Dale Jarrett bailing him out, I think he would have short circuited. No, let me see. Nah, geez, um, but yeah, that's NBC. Whoops. So, I mean, you know, Alex, you still haven't seen Infinity War? No. Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel <laughs> right now. Um. No, I'll see it. I love the wide camera angles they used in Endgame. We should uh, get Fox should, on that. We should put those in the NASCAR races. Yeah. <laughs> of those wild. Now, it's not something that I saw them do. I think it was for the Xfinity race. Was the uh, the drone cam? The drone. Cam. I swear they, they used it for use like it? two shots today, and it I was wasn't like say, I feel like they didn't use it at all this weekend. It was like okay, so yesterday they used it coming out of uh, the trial, and it looked good. And then today they put it on the backstretch, and it looked like it was in 144p. <laughs> And I, I just like I wonder how much those guys get paid, like, and how is it just one operator for the drone and the camera, or there's got to be two? Because I mean, they probably buy the camera and then they have a drone operator, someone operating, just, and that guy gets paid. You get like a 15 year old kid to do that for eight an hour, probably. Just use like like legitimately at a super speedway race, if they use the Goodyear blimp the entire race, I don't think I would be mad. Oh, either would I. I think that's oh. such a that's such Fantastic. an interesting angle. You know who it was? It was Jerry Punch was the announcer who was hemorrhaging on that last Ah, uh, Dr. Jerry. Oh, man. Dr. Jerry Punch is not an announcer. He was great on Pit Road, but geez, He was geez. fantastic on Pit Road. Well, unless you're Kurt Busch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah the, the, 
I mean, they had good shots throughout most of the race, but everything. I mean, I liked. Uh, I like the 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 turn. What is it? The turn three camera on the top. I, I I think that's a great one. But the one they have Daytona in three and four in the infield where it just shows them driving by. Oh yes, that is the yeah. best shot in NASCAR. I don't give a shit about anything else. That is the best shot in NASCAR. And no, I feel I, like Talladega suffers from not having that. They should have a shot like that. But I don't even think they have the grass there anymore, do they? Do they? It's just all asphalt now. Not sure. Couldn't tell you. Okay. No, I agree. I think that I, and I also really like the rail cam. I think the rail cam's awesome. Did they get rid of that? Because I didn't see it this year. I don't know. I think it's weird. I like. I like that's rail cam. Like at Watkins Glen, that one over the S's, that was fantastic. Oh, yeah. So the rail cam on the S's is just beautiful. Like, oh, man, it just really gives you such a good view there. But, like, me. at super speedways, the cars are going too fast for the camera. Like, the camera only zooms by, like, 100, so you can't really... Like, it's a cool shot maybe on a restart when the cars are still getting up to speed, but then after that, I feel like you'd rather have a wider overhead shot it's a shame there's only three like major blimps in the United States. Otherwise, we'd have yeah. All that's still an amazing fact to me. <laughs> and is... one of them literally is five miles from my house. I saw it every time it took off. <laughs> like, it was like I could hear it flying over my house, just the little humming. It's like, oh man. Yeah, are they loud? You can hear it. Yeah, it's that noise. It's, it's that. Okay. It's a combination of like a very loud flying kid cutty humming. It's very nice. Huh. <laughs> Like, I've seen it from above being at races, but, like, I, I've never heard it just because there's so much other noise going on. Yeah, no, it's it, it's nice and relaxing. But, All right. Do we have uh, anything else? Any final thoughts from Talladega rounding out the field? I know that we're going to probably talk the F1 race, me and Pont, for, like, maybe 10 minutes. I'll splice that somewhere in here yeah. at the end. I don't know. Uh, um, Chevy, I think... Chevy back? Chevy is not back, but Chevy is definitely <laughs> hot right now. Chevy, I just realized that Tyler Reddick's win was the first win for Chevy since Michael Annette this year in all three mm-hmm. series, and then yeah. he followed Chevy's it up. Weekend. Today, Did they win Chase the poll for Xfinity? Uh, I mean, I'll just tell you right now who won the poll for Xfinity. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who. Boy, howdy, it was Michael Annette. So, yeah, they did uh, shoot the entire weekend. Wow. So, and everything. Yeah, they um yeah, Did Noah Braxton won. Yeah, they won all the stages, all the polls. This is I mean, dude, Chevy is not back, but Chevy's hot right now. Like Damn. I, okay, that's Chevy's actually pretty cool for them. But I, I think the biggest takeaway is the the small guys running well. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Priest third. That's, like that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah and then no uh Busher uh, had such a great day. run going. Yeah, great. Yeah, Galding second. Tyler Reddick's pretty small too. He got first. Yeah, no. Talladega this year was definitely full of surprises. Definitely, like you know, I don't even think that we've even talked about the fact that Chase Elliott won one time. Like, we glanced on it. We glanced on it. Like Chase Elliott. Like this is a like I said, this is a huge win for Chase. But yeah, like but he. Yeah, it's all about the the guys that aren't normally there. Like we, I, I mean, as the the man who picked him to win the race. Yeah, I expected Chase to be there, and I'll gloat about it all week. But, like at the end, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess for me, it's like I expect Chase to run well. 
I think this is a kick. Like, this is definitely a huge boost for Hendrick. Like, I oh, really hope sure. this starts leading to better Hendrick runs. Because, I mean, look at last year. As soon as Chase won, like, Hendrick started really going. Like, I, what was it? Um, but fuck, uh, I'm already forgetting. To that Bristol, it was, was it? Hendrick won to finish. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, like, Alex Bowman's right there. Jimmy Johnson had a good race a couple weeks ago. It was not Bristol. Was it Martinsville? I'm thinking he led a lot of laps. No, Martinsville was trash. Uh, Texas yeah, was great for him. Texas, that's it. Yeah, Texas. Yeah. Sorry. I'm an idiot right now, and I can't remember my races. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they've all been looking better. I mean, Bowman needed this run, and hopefully this, like, really kickstarts his season. He has a hot summer. Um, obviously, you know, tough break for Will Byron, like just wrecking. I just think Will Byron's just going to have bad luck until he can put it together. He's just got yeah. a slow start to his career going on, but he, I think he's still 22. Yeah, he's young. Maybe not even, maybe just 21 or something. Like he's still basically like barely old enough to like drink like my age. <laughs> like give him some time. A resident be... child of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the average age is just it's it's just skewed now. Yeah, no, but like bitch. the finish today, it was three Chevys that were on the bottom lined up together, and then everyone else tried to block, and they just held the bottom and drove by everyone. Will Byron's twenty-one, by the way. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, God, I hopefully Daytona is going to be just as fun as this. And in- oh, I hope so. I'm I'm going to try and go to Daytona this year. I really do hope I can get tickets to that. Um, Imagine if next year we have this same exact rules package at the the Super Speedways and we go to Daytona and someone needs a win to get into the playoffs. Because that's the cut race next year. You got to remember. Yeah, I am expecting just absolute madness. Madness. NASCAR is going to have... It, it could be one of the most popular NASCAR races of all time. Like, oh, I yeah. agree. you could be looking at like, you know, and NBC is broadcasting it too. So, oh yes, of course, your precious, precious Dale My Jr. Precious. will be on the call. I mean, hey, Ameri- slide job. I'm telling slide you, job. Dale Jr. is very popular. Like, I think, he, honestly, everyone I think my knows favorite who broadcaster he is. on NBC is Latart, just because he's so knowledgeable of really? what's going on. Okay. I mean, Latar just sounds goofy to me, but and I mean, I think him and Burton, like, I don't think they have the best announcing voices, but they just paired together, like, because Burton they're very much smart. fresh out of the car, and then Latar yeah. is too off the pit box, so they know, they know what's going on. Is there four of them in the booth, or does Jeff yeah. just kind of have his own booth? Um, they so they mix it up a lot. Sometimes they go two and two with. There was two races where Dale Jr. was announcing, and I'm just thinking to myself, "Where's Lee Diffie?" There, uh, the New Hampshire race, they put Rick Allen on pit road, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" They demoted. They, we've demoted you for too many uh, times saying adversity. It was it was fun. I like that they mix it up though. Like they, I don't know. I'm excited for them. Less than two months. I'm counting down the days. No man, I can't. I can't wait to hear Rick Allen's voice on my television again. Now, don't forget them sticking Dale Jr. in one of the turns at Watkins Glen. Oh yeah, yeah no, I love the way they set up for Watkins Glen. It is a Me very, too. very good setup. Me I don't too. know. I have no idea how they did the broadcast for um, the Roval because I was at it. But um, uh, I mean, if it's the same setup, like that's probably a lot of fun to watch. I, I feel like it, that infield area. From what I remember, the the infield style for the Roval is just so unique, and like it's 
the, like those subtle elevation changes back there. It's like, you know, I feel like you can get a good view back there. You can really just see everything, especially the cars coming around the backstretch for the um, that ridiculous chicane. I'd probably pay like 50 bucks a year at this point if I could get a sync between MRN and the TV broadcast. Yeah, but that technology just can't exist. I know there is technology that exists when your TV goes to commercials, it can start your Spotify playlist immediately. So it mutes the TV and starts playing Spotify. I don't know how that works. Oh, wow. but, I mean, I, I think you need like a fire stick or something. But if I can figure out how to make that work, that would be awesome for NASCAR races. Because, I mean, like we said, the, the problem with for me watching Fox races is more become that it's not the amount of commercials. It's the repetition of commercials. They don't show regular commercials on the app. They show the same five in order every break. And this happens for baseball games and NASCAR races alike. And it's like they have different ads. But at this point, I've seen all 10 of them at least 50 times. If I hear one of them, I want to scream. And it just drives me up a wall. Um I don't. I ended up watching the Canadian stream today of the race. <laughs> I'm not oh, going to lie. Is it on TSN? Uh, yes, sir. My uh, friend has TSN, and I just was like, "All right, let me get that. Uh, let me get that login information there, bud, because I can deal with their ads. Canadian ads are funny. They have all this weird <laughs> shit they talk about, and it's like they put their milk in bags like a bunch of weirdos. I love it. Oh yeah, eh. Yeah. Ooh, you know about that back milk life? Officially confirmed by uh, Portney. He's going to be at the Bristol Night Race. God, I hope there's more people at that race than at the Spring Race. <laughs> oh, there will be. It's a night oh, race. Man. Portnoy is going to love that one. That, I, I mean, the, the fact that every single race he's been to so far has been pretty exciting for the most part. Like, He's probably really going to enjoy that one, and we might actually see a full-blown fight. Let's do oh, it. Man, oh, could you imagine bug. if it was like, Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch just wailing on each other and Portnoy's right there no, in the infield. No, Logano versus Kyle Busch round two. Just hey, that, that honestly, that sounds more realistic. Yeah, the, because of the first, first of all, one of the them. bloggers hates Joey Logano. He didn't. He just <laughs> he didn't have a villain to pick, so he had Denny Hamlin on the um show, and he's like, "Who are some drivers you don't like?" Like we heard you got in a spot with <laughs> Denny Chase Elliott. And, and, screw and, Logano. Like, he was just like, no, I, I mean, I have respect for Elliot. Like, you know, he, he kind of, he, Denny never admitted to the like mistake, but he definitely was more apologetic to it. But he was basically like, without saying it, like, it sounded like fuck Joey Logano. And so basically <laughs> they now call him Slowy Slogano. And it got Joey so mad. He blocks anyone who like calls him that on Twitter. <laughs> And I'm just waiting to use my golden ticket at this point. But yeah, Joey Joey confirmed. Uh, That's funny. You know, mental about it. it, it I think it's hilarious. Slowly, slow going All right, it's getting to that time. I got to get ready for Thrones. Enjoy Game of Thrones. It's yes, the Battle sir. of Winterfell tonight, right? Yes, it's the big episode. I know for a fact for listeners who are Marvel fans, we are going to be doing... um the end game wrap up in about a week or two um probably i think april 7th is when we should do it like just because at that point if you've seen it you've seen it if you haven't like you know, I haven't, if you probably if you haven't if, i mean if you want to wait for it like we can i mean i have no, just hopefully i'll hopefully by then i'll be a little more cooled down about it right okay so I'm like very with ragnarok it took me the first time i saw it I have like about the same 
level of I was like, okay, that was a movie as I do with Endgame. I was like, it's good. But I don't know, there were some things wrong with it, but after I saw Thor Ragnarok for a second time, I was like, oh my god, this is one of my favorite Marvel movies ever. And I think that'll just ramp up when I see Endgame again. Because, you know, the first time... Yeah, you do what you need to do. You're I'm focusing on just a pure reaction, not really understanding the movie as a whole, because you're like, oh, you're thinking about more of what's next than anything. Um, uh, again. When we discuss it, I'll go into my qualms. I feel like Jerry's still around an episode of Seinfeld. Jerry. Just ready to go in. <laughs> Or yeah, Jer- yeah, Ben Stiller's dad or whatever. Um, oh yes, you don't even know crazy until you hear me ranting about Marvel movie. Um, all right, so until then, we'll hopefully have an episode this Friday previewing. Uh, Do- uh, it's Dover, right? Dover. Yeah, it's Dover. Oh hell yeah, we're gonna be going to the Monster Mile next week. I mean, hopefully we're a little cool down from Talladega because man, oh man, that was. I can't wait till the fall. I really want to be there this time for that. That was that was wild. But until yeah. then, until then, I have been Anthony. I have been Kevin. And I have been Alex. Hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you next time. Love you guys. Bye. Later, guys. <laughs>